Wall Street is full of corruption and it is baked in to every aspect of our society. MMT is a lens by which you assess all economic understanding at the macro level. In the 1900s, Lenin was predicting global finance capital would do all the things it's doing today. This was written over a hundred years ago. This is The Rogue Scholar with Steve Grumbine. All right, folks, this is Steve, the Rogue Scholar, and today is a day of discoveries and a day of sorrow and a day of just absolute insanity. Um, you know, and folks, if you're following the news, you realize that our Congress has not re-upped the student lunch program. And let me share my screen with you guys so you can see this real quickly, because it's, it's ugly. It's, it's, it's really, 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 really ugly. Um, and, you know, hopefully this will help you guys see exactly how ugly it is. This is the hunger cliff. And it says, hunger cliff looms as pandemic school lunch aid is running out. Okay. And uh, it says schools and child feeding sites are bracing for rising costs and supply disruptions as federal meal subsidies run out in weeks. Food assistance in the form of agriculture department waivers authorized since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic allows schools and ch child feeding programs to distribute meals free kids regardless of family income and receive federal reimbursement. Waivers are set to expire June 30th, barring congressional action to renew them. The additional funding has been a huge help, Gay Anderson, Child Nutrition Coordinator in South Dakota Sioux Fall District said in a telephone interview. It's made a significant difference in keeping programs functioning and avoiding borrowing from general education dollars and then taking away money from teachers. Supply disruptions already pose challenges from trucks bringing the wrong ingredients to suppliers canceling contracts. Anderson said different brands, the wrong size of fruit cups, chicken that's a mixture of white and dark meat costs more money and can leave schools scrambling to meet nutrition needs, she said. When the waivers expire, USDA warns that school meal funding will drop by 40%. Let me go ahead and bring this in. Drop for 40% 40, 40 and millions of kids will lose access to food at school. Roughly 30 million students now get free school meals, according to the department, up from about 20 million before the pandemic. When students' families had to prove their income was low enough to qualify the waivers that give schools the flexibility to serve any kids for free were authorized under public law 116-127. Senator Debbie Stabenow, Democrat Michigan, has proposed legislation S3979 to renew the USDA school meal waivers. Agriculture, Nutrition, and Forestry Committee has yet to consider it. Previous effort to extend the waivers in a funding omnibus failed, with Politico reporting Senate Majority or Minority Leader Mitch McConnell opposed their inclusion. We're not shy in terms of our concern, expressing concern about this, Agricultural Secretary Tom Vilsack said on May 26 hearing, urging McConnell and the Republicans to act before waivers run out. USDA made clear that while it can put some rules in place to give schools flexibility in serving meals, 
it can't extend the waivers without congressional approval. We've utilized the resources that we have available to us, Vilsack said. It's not as good as what we're proposing in terms of the waivers, but whatever we can do, we're going to try to help provide help and assistance to the schools. Republican leadership aside, asked about the waivers, pointed to the temporary nature of the pandemic child nutrition program and said it was never truly in budget discussions in an agreed upon form. School meal shaming, failure to extend the meal assistance will affect students who don't qualify for free meals based on income level or whose parents don't realize they must apply for them again. High labor costs and inflation are already making it hard for summer feeding sites to continue. Many will soon have to identify children they serve based on income level and have said, we're not going to do it this summer, said Katie Wilson, executive director of Urban School Food Alliance, a school uh, food nonprofit group. That means they'd shut down rather than try to choose children to be served. We're going to fall off the cliff in the middle of the summer program, Wilson said. Kids are going to go into heavy debt because parents are not going to send money to school. That raises the risks of lunchroom debt and shaming of children whose parents can't pay, she said. The pandemic meal waivers spared such children of having their meals placed with lower-cost substitutes or arm stamps indicating their parents owed money, advocates said. Wilson said some families won't know they need to apply for their kids to get free meals at school until it's too late. Though parents can apply for free meals at any point during the school year, the applications take time to process, which could leave families in limbo. By the way, we're talking about kids eating lunch at school, okay? Life right now is really complicated, Wilson says. Their rent is raising an exponential rate. There's no way in their minds they can think that somehow at school their kids are not going to get food. It's just not on their radar screen, and I don't blame them. Meal crisis ahead. Anyway, it goes on and on and on. Oh, actually, it doesn't go on and on. Let me finish this. Meal crisis ahead. The loss of extra federal money for meals will hit schools already dealing with higher labor costs and shortages of workers and supplies. Schools are reaching into their backs of their pantries to feed kids because sometimes their trucks just can't get there in time, said Sarah Mahorota. Herotra. A, and an analyst at a student advocacy group, the Education Trust. Jillian Meyer, director of the advocacy group No Kid Hungry, said last year will be even more of a crisis for schools than when the pandemic began in 2020. They literally cannot find food right now, Meyer said. They have trucks that are showing up half empty, they're sh if they're showing up at all. They're getting their delivery orders canceled at the last minute. We have food service management companies that are simply canceling contracts. With the waivers about to run out, the Sioux Falls School District has made multiple announcements warning parents that they will have to start paying for school meals or apply for the free or reduced priced options. Anderson said language barriers and parents' hectic work schedules can impede the message that could leave families opting to cut out school breakfast for their kids, especially with schools forced to meal prices in order to keep up with food and labor costs. A lot of them are going to say, we just can't afford it. So I want you to understand something. And, and I, I mean, literally want you to understand this. We have a lot of really smart MMT people in this community. I mean, a lot of them, really, really brilliant people. But some of them are way too comfortable with the Democratic Party. 
and as a result are stuck finding themselves defending the indefensible in Joe Biden. Joe Biden, who is literally not an MMT person, who is literally a neoliberal, who is literally probably one of the worst possible selections any human being could have advanced for president of the United States. We've got a Congress that's Democrat-controlled, that is feckless and incompetent and unwilling to take on the modern monetary theory lens. And therefore, they end up talking about affordability and all the other bullshit things that the right wing has a handcuffed with, okay? And then you go a step further, and you got the right wing, who's got no opposition in the so-called left wing, because the left wing doesn't fucking understand MMT any better. So you're left with the Republican view of the world. You are left with that as the only, there is no alternative view of the world. Now, if this doesn't make you understand what we're up against, nothing will. So people are literally having to defend Joe Biden's incompetence. There are people that are literally defending the Democratic Party because they're afraid of a bloodbath. But yet the Democratic Party and all the other folks out there, and they're either protecting Democrats, unwilling, unwilling to speak truth to power. And instead, you've got the right-wing narrative that in the absence of an MMT narrative is the narrative. Do you understand what I'm saying? The narrative unchallenged is the narrative. And talking all this gentleman's club and all the sweetness and love and, oh, they just don't understand. Bullshit they all understand. They do understand. And this is now, once again, children in Uvalde. And now you've got children in school lunch programs. They're going to pay the price for ineptitude and incompetence. Okay? I want you to understand something. Inflation. If we had just a system without human beings, in other words, automatic pricing, pricing spits out a certain percentage based on cost to produce a given widget, we would have no inflation. We would have deflation. I mean, the price would go way down, okay? The problem is, is that we have nothing to prevent them from writing prices up. And as long as you're willing to pay those prices, they're willing to keep marking them up. And this is happening with Saudi Arabia and the oil prices where Biden is going to go over there, bend a knee and genuflect to the Saudi crown prince and beg him to change the pricing of gas. Okay. And in reality is, is that they're, they're going to say no. They're going to say no. Why in the world should, as long as the economy will pay $5 a gallon, $6 a gallon, $10 a gallon, why would they cut prices up? So once again, just like the Volcker inflation hikes that kill the economy and then they celebrate because it brought down inflation, they're going to allow Saudi Arabia, because what else choice do they have other than pump, 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 baby, okay? Because free markets, free markets, man. It's so important. Rokana's talked about free markets. Fucking Buttigieg, Rat Boy, has talked about free markets. Biden lives and dies by free markets. Free markets are everything here, okay? So ultimately, unless you're willing to actually have an energy policy, a policy that's based in modern monetary theory where you understand 
the inflows and the outflows, understand the constraints, talk about the real resources, talk about preparing for production to meet demand and stuff like that. Unless you're willing to do that and, 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 unless you're willing to have a cap, some sort of mechanism that triggers anti-monopoly, market, abusive market power kind of reactions, unless you're willing to have something that sets off and says, these guys are price gouging, attack them, do something with them. Unless you're willing to do that, the prices will just keep going up. There is no free mar market solution to inflation other than massive amounts of competition, okay? Now, one of the problems with free market competition, okay, is the price of entry to enter into a new market. The cost of entry is intentionally high in many areas. Some of the things like local butchers and things like that have been priced out because of the regulatory requirements for cleaning and all the other things. And I mean, it's, it's, it's important stuff, but these all smaller uh, butchers, they can't afford to keep up with the price of regulation. So the cost barrier to entry into a new market for a new player is incredibly high. It's incredibly daunting. And there's very little payoff because you're paying off a lot of regulatory stuff to get into the market, which is not necessarily a horrible thing because we need good regulations. But you can't have massive competition without deregulating. Okay. This is what happened with the phone company. The phone company was a regulated monopoly. They took away the regulated monopoly status, they opened it up to CLEX or CLEX or these competitive local exchange carriers back in the day of Judge Green, all of a sudden there was all these clecks. Well, guess what? We're back to a consolidated market space for not only landline and data transmissions, but we're also back to a consolidated base for wireless as well. And we used to have a wild, wild west of ISPs or internet service providers. Now we have once again, a consolidated base, basically monopoly power in that space as well. Okay. So with that in mind, when you want a government small enough to be able to, you know, not interfere with the free market, you end up with free marketeers setting prices, doing abusive market behaviors, and and lo and behold, what do we have? Right? What do we have? We have declining wages because they have no pressure on them to raise wages. They have higher prices because they have nothing preventing them from raising prices. And you've got Wall Street who is getting fatter and fatter and fatter by the minute. Okay? Now, why am I telling you about student debt cancellation, which I haven't talked about yet, which what, they come up with 25 billion and they're celebrating that the democratic sycophants, the MMT sycophants, God love them are out there celebrating 25 billion of student debt relief for these Corinthian colleges. When there's $2 trillion, $2 trillion in total student debt. Okay. So once again, Hey, MMT, what's your answer to student debt? Well, let's celebrate $25 billion instead of $2 trillion. Think about what the percentage of $2 trillion, $25 billion is. Okay, $25 billion is a lot of money to me and you. But in the grand scheme of a currency-issuing government, $25 billion is barely worth the toilet paper you wiped your morning constitutional with. Okay? So look at the free lunch, the free lunch program. It was another thing because, folks, in this country, we have this stupid 10th Amendment crap. Schools, there's no federal right to a, an education. There's none of that stuff. So federal funding for public schools isn't really a thing, okay? 
these schools, I mean, they get some stuff here and there, but overall, schools are left to their own devices. It's local, it's based on zip code, and whoever lives in the zip code funds it with their property taxes and so forth, okay? Now, there's some parasites out there that are sitting there talking about going for state-by-state kind of services and big ticket items for like Medicare and other things. When they don't understand that schools like this, they're not even able to fund the goddamn student lunch program because they're once again going to be shafted by the federal government because the moronic left, a.k.a. the Democrats, the fake left, the frauds, okay, they refuse to get on an MMT messaging thing. So therefore, the concept here of schools being able to have free lunch programs contingent on, once again, affordability. Okay, affordability. Do you see how they hamstring themselves to the right-wing narrative and then wonder why nothing ever happens, nothing ever works? Now, I'm going to debate a libertarian on Wednesday. This, uh, I don't know his name offhand, and no slight on him. I don't want to give him locker room fodder for the debate. But the fact is, is that in the absence of a actual left, in the absence of people that understand MMT, that have that treasured spot, that get to go in the big uh, television programs and stuff. As long as we're playing the Bopsy twins and we're being very, very cautious with our our uh, calculated messaging and message discipline and things like that, we are losing every single day to the other people, the right wing. The narrative that's there is so much clearer. We can't afford it. What the fuck, you moochers? It's easy to understand. It's a lie, but it's easy to understand. And they can just pound and pound and pound and it, it, for our little teeny shroom-headed minds, we end up saying, yeah, it makes sense. The government's broke. Of course they can't afford it. People don't understand states are funded differently. Local municipalities are funded differently. The federal government is the currency issuer. So if they would adopt real messaging instead of this fucking dicking, dunking crap, instead of this curtsying and making excuses and apologizing and, oh, I'm so sorry, oh, I'm so sorry, as people die, by the way, as kids go without food, by the way, okay? As kids pay the ultimate price for political correctness and message discipline, as kids suffer and die for that kind of feckless curtsying, okay? They're going to strip away these things. And this is a direct result of us not making demands, not being actually fucking committed to saving lives. Instead, worrying about the personal feelings of those who are standing in the way of saving lives, okay? This is a message problem. This is a messaging problem. The fact is, you don't have to sit there and spin it around. You don't have to go into some long, lengthy explanation of sectoral balances. You don't have to get into reserve accounting at the banks. You don't have to do any of that. You don't have to explain. But what you have to do is you have to show the currency issuing federal government can pay for it all, man. Keep it simple, smiley. Okay. And then when you talk about inflation, why don't we have a good, correct answer about inflation? Why aren't we just like this? See, here's the thing you have the ability to do something, but over here, if you don't enforce anti monopoly behavior and you don't enforce certain protocols that prevent price gouging if you don't have that set up then there's nothing to prevent inflation from going through the roof 
and it will eventually destroy and crash the economy. There's going to be people that win and win big, as they always do during these things, and there's people who are going to lose and lose big, okay? And by lose, I mean die. That's right. I said die. They're going to die, right? See, so for me, when I think of pe people dying, especially over something simple like fucking economics, when I think about people struggling and trying to figure out how to wake up with knowing that the axe is going to fall on their head and you want me to be a gentleman and curtsy, be genuflect, and you want me to be sweet and kind and, and very polite and, and, and do all these things. When I think of death, I think of fuck you. I don't think about, oh, oh, message discipline. How can I allow people that swept my legs out from under me when I was talking about this and say, oh, you've arrived. You finally understand. Oh, my. After all the years of me saying this and you thought that I was being too harsh, now you're waking up to the reality that these people are going to die because you decided to curtsy instead of say, people are dying. This is the truth. People are dying. People are good. Kids are going to go without food because of this ununderstood truth that the currency issuing federal government it's, doesn't tax to spend. We aren't spending your tax dollars. That's not how it fucking works. We're not spending federal tax dollars. Your taxes are purged. They're deleted. What? Well, how can we say this? Huh? When you go on an airplane using your air miles, if you're privileged enough to have air miles, and you go to cash them in, do you think they take your air miles and stash them because they've got to reuse them because they're running out of air miles? No. Why the fuck would you think the federal government who creates air miles, a.k.a. dollars, a.k.a. tax credits, why would you think the federal government needs to respend their airline miles. Oh, I, I mean, tax dollars. Do you understand? It's not tax dollars that are spent. Tax dollars, the reason you have a tax obligation is so that the federal government uses this tool called the U.S. dollar to provision itself. It needs you to do work for the federal government. It needs us all to do work for the federal government in different ways. And so what does it do? To make itself be able to provision itself, to create all these things like standing army, which we know and love, military industrial complex, roads, all these things. It's not your tax dollar that funds them. However, you won't go to work to build those things if you don't take dollars in payment, because that's how the federal government is able to provision itself. It doesn't use those dollars. It, it deletes them. They're gone. Just like a coupon. When you go to the concert, you go to a, see, uh, I don't know, the Grateful Dead or Dead and Company or whatever. You got your ticket in hand, says some ridiculous number, $250 for VIP pass, blah, blah, blah. And you, you walk in the door and you're like, man, $250 ticket right here, baby. You go ahead and you pay your ticket through. What do they do? They rip it up. 
ticket's done its job. It's good. You didn't pay for the ticket. You paid for the seat to experience the concert. The ticket was irrelevant. It's the same thing with the U.S. dollar in the federal government's mind. It's the same thing. It comes back as a tax, as a coupon. It's torn up just like your airplane miles, just like your concert ticket, just like your baseball hockey ticket, your Stanley Cup, the Super Bowl. You bought a $10,000 ticket to the Super Bowl. This ticket, it's precious. It's worth $10,000. No, the experience to watch the fucking football game is worth $10,000 if you pay for it, okay? The ticket itself, you may want to put that in a frame somewhere for your own purposes, but it's worthless unless somebody's a collector and you got a signature on it. Oh, my God, I got the stub from the uh, Super Bowl and it's got, you know, John Elway or whoever signed on it, right? That's it. That's it. Okay? But those taxes don't pay for anything. So your hard-earned tax dollar isn't paying for student lunch program. They could reduce your tax burden as long as it's suitable enough to keep you needing money. This is or currency, U.S. dollars, see? And this is the problem with Bitcoin and things like that because ultimately you have to transition your Bitcoin back into dollars so you can pay your taxes. You see what I mean? Dollars are still king, but dollars are created by the U.S. government and banks when you take out loans that have to be paid back. But when the U.S. government spends that money, there's no debt associated with it. Not in any meaningful sense. Not in any meaningful sense. That debt is debt that the currency issue. It's like saying, hey, we're in debt for airline miles. What do, what do you think the airline says? Oh, shit. Where are we going to get more airline miles? Oh, my God. Ermigird. What are they going to do? Go out there and dig up some airline miles from a, a airline miles mine? Where do airline miles come from? Oh, my God, we've got to invade another country to get more airline miles. Oh, my God, I've got to get more tickets to this concert, this festival. What are we going to do? Let's go invade Yugoslavia and take some concert tickets for the Grateful Dead. Let's go invade Mesopotamia. Let's go invade. I mean, you see how stupid it sounds after a minute? Okay. That's the fact, Jack. That's the fact, Jack. And so when you look at yeah, Jack, you know, there's a Bidenism for you. But anyway, look at the student lunch program. The only reason why it's even a concern is because people think that it's their fucking tax dollar paying for it. That's it. And so, unfortunately, local municipalities and state governments are required to tax to fund all their programs. They have to. They can't create money out of thin air. Why? Article 1, Section 10 forbids states and municipalities from creating currency, period. Article 1, Section 10 deprives the states and local communities from creating U.S. dollars. Okay, period. It can only come from the federal government. Okay. And when the federal government spends, it creates something permanent called net financial assets. Those net financial assets, when I say permanent, they're permanent until somebody pays it back as a tax. And then it zeroes out and goes away, flushes down the toilet. Okay. Rips up just like your airline mile, just like your concert ticket, just like all that. This shouldn't be hard to grasp. It should be so fucking simple a caveman can do it. But instead, Democrats have repeatedly given Republicans 
all the ammo and armor they need to fight off any social program whatsoever, including life-saving Green New Deal. Including a life-saving Green New Deal. And you know what? Every single fucking movie, series you watch on TV, you name it. Every one of these things reinforces this fake knowledge in your head that, oh my God, we're broke. And oh my God, we're going to run out of people's money. And, oh my God, the only problem with socialism is you run out of other people's money, all this stuff. Worthless lies, useless lies, ignorance runs supreme. Ignorance so bad that it'd kill a child needing a school lunch. That's what we're talking about, folks. That's precisely what we're talking about. The ignorance of fucking MMT is killing children and will kill children and will kill families, families that are on the margins. Okay. And as they create these recessions to stop inflation, instead of regulating abusive market power, oh no, the free market, instead of attacking it there, instead of pre-attacking it by taxing before it gets to spending, instead of attacking it down to prevent wealth accumulation, instead of attacking it in advance, okay? Instead of that, what they're doing is they're leaving all of these people to suffer the ebbs and flows of the business cycle, to suffer the ebbs and flows of price gouging. Our government could be as powerful as it wants to be. God knows the rest of the world is afraid of our military. But yet we create regulatory bodies that could get drowned in Afghanistan. Okay? We create regulatory bodies that could get fucking drowned in, in Jerkwater USA. Okay? We're talking about we create regulatory bodies so small and ineffective and minuscule, so incapable of doing their job that they always fail. So what happens? Everybody goes, see, the federal government can't do anything right. It just can't do anything right. You want more government, Steve? What is wrong with you? Oh, my God. Right? This is why. This is why. When I said people like Joe Biden create fascists and every loser centrist got all, oh, no, he said something harsh for my precious little ears. Oh, no, he said something fucking harsh for my precious sensitive ears. When you vote Democrat, when Democrats do these things, Republicans are sitting there going, you got it, girl. You got it going on over there, man. You're going to make it easy for us. Keep saying the dumbest, most loser-esque, fake knowledge bullshit. Keep going for means testing. Keep pretending like there's a scarcity narrative. We love you, Democrats. You got it going on. And so what does the Republicans do? See, they created inflation. See, they did this. See, they did that. See, look at the price of gas. See, 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 see. And you do that long enough. And eventually people say, the only people that understand what the fuck's going on are the Republicans. The only people that understand what's going on are the libertarians. They're lol libertarian their way all the way through. lol libertarian their way all the way through to more shit coins so they can pump it and dump it. 
so that the noobs that come in there, oh, I'm going to get rich on shitcoin. And all of a sudden, the people that were already there extract all the money that those noobs brought in. And then all of a sudden, what happens? You see it all the time. <sighs> Bottom falls out. And all of a sudden, all those newbies paid for the fucking old bees to get their money out. And they go and they're like, oh, my God. And everybody's going, hide all, hide all, hide all, hide all. And all of a sudden, all the noobs are going to start huddling their new Bitcoin because they know it'll eventually go up and the next crop of idiots will invest their money in it and they'll take their extraction out and the other ones will fail. And we huddle, huddle, huddle. Okay. This is the kind of loser shit that a feckless Democratic Party creates, literally creates. And anybody that wants to sit there and step to me, I'm willing to take you on head on. And I'm not going to pull punches because I'm really disgusted with the fucking like this paternal protection of the Democratic Party. Like there is no we spend all of our time saying there is an alternative. There is absolutely alternatives. But you talk about the Democratic Party and the same heterodox thinkers like, oh, there is no alternative. It's just the Democratic Party, period. Now, I'm not here to tell you to vote for any third party because third parties are a crock. They're a joke. OK, there is no real thing here. This is why I keep advocating to work outside the party. Teach everybody so we're all sitting there giving them the stink eye and the posse and effect flavor flav look, nodding our heads, saying, you motherfucker, I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. Instead of like acting, oh, but we should celebrate 25 billion of Corinthian student debt. It's such a good move. The hell with that. The people that are stuck with all the other debt are going to fucking cripple them, literally ruin their families, destroy children before they have a chance to get started, destroy families before they have a chance to get the kids out of the nest, lose homes, all kinds of stuff. Folks, this is why if you don't start making demands of these goddamn politicians to get literate with MMT and to speak truth to power, the media Every media outlet out there is preaching the shitty old neoclassical comments. There is no changing of the guard out there. There is no changing the narrative out there. You watch fucking MSNBC, you watch CNN, you watch any of these, Fox News, and they're all talking about inflation the same way. The same way. Printing too much money, making inflation. You're printing money. And this is the fucking bullshit that drives me insane. When you tax... You delete money from the economy. So if you had 5 million in the economy and you tax out of the economy 1 million, you're down to 4 million in the economy. If you spend another million more, you're not just printing money, you're backfilling the, the money that you dropped out of the bottom with taxes. If you have 10 million in the economy and you tax out of the economy 5 million, okay? And all of a sudden you spend another 4 million. They're going to say you're printing money. Oh, my God, they're printing money. The problem is, is that the tax, what people don't say, and I don't know why. I don't know why. It's clear as fucking day. But when they fucking tax that money, that's gone. It's deleted. So you're still sitting there with a net money supply as if it matters of even less money than you had previously. Now, I want you to understand how important it is to understand taxes are literally deleted. They're removed from the economy. So in order for the government to even backfill money that was taxed away, it's got to spend new money in through government regulation, through government laws, through federal spending, or 
you and I will be stuck doing what most of us do, and that's take out a private credit card or extend ourselves debt-wise to fill that bucket up because your money's coming from somewhere. It's either coming from the federal government subsidies or it's coming from you taking out private debt, and there is no other way. Imports take money out of the economy. We're a net importing nation. We're vetting $500 billion a year in exports. $500 billion. It may even be more than that. Now, the changes in geopolitical terms with Russia, et cetera, we may shift that around a little bit as we'll end up exporting some oil out to Europe and things like that. So there may be a change in our export position, but right now it's 500 billion, 500 billion in annual federal trade deficit. It's not really a deficit, it's just a balance of payments. We, uh, we're, we're sending more out in imports than we are bringing back in in exports, which is not a big deal. Folks, this is the point. Our federal government can offset any, if we're a net importing nation, who cares? We'll go ahead and offset it with federal spending. Don't make people take out private debt. What's the point in extending people and creating a private debt bubble? Okay. So why am I saying all this stuff? Because it comes back to students eating lunch. If you don't have the federal government funding those things, which it can do accidentally, as we've proven over the years. If you don't do that, then you're leaving it to states, states who are going to absolutely be crippled because they cannot create currency. They're left to fight and try to sucker other companies to relocating their headquarters into their backyard. And what do they do to get companies to come relocate to their backyard? Huh? Do they raise taxes so they can make rate? No, 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 no. They cut the fucking base. The race to the bottom. This is called the race to the motherfucking bottom. That some parasitical individuals refuse to understand how vital this term race to the bottom is. It's not guesswork. I'm not pontificating. I'm not guessing. I'm not. I'm fucking telling you. The bottom line is that if you don't have the federal government doing it, the states will go out there and try and lure businesses in. And where do these businesses come from? Do they just grow up from the organic ground? Oh, let's sprinkle some water over here and grow our next Amazon in our backyard. No, you end up poaching them from somewhere else. Hey, Carrier in Detroit, we want you to come down here. You know, we're going to give you a sweetheart deal in Texas. We'll give you 0% on the tax rate. Hell, we'll even subsidize some of it. They come on down to Texas. Now you left a big old hole up in Michigan, and you got something going on in Texas, problem is the only thing Texans are doing is getting jobs because they've given a 0% interest so that they'd sweetheart their way right on down to Texas. Okay? Federal government, the only one that can fix this problem. You want to know how to fix inequality? Well, you got to look at the states. The states are competing with each other. When they compete with each other, they're not competing to make the world better. They're competing to cut costs and they end up destroying, destroying each other in the process. This is the race to the bottom. But sure, yeah, let's go ahead and fund uh, Medicare for all at the state level. Sure, that's a brilliant fucking idea, man. Brilliant. Fucking brilliant. And the worst part is that there are bad people. Folks, I know some people don't like hearing the word bad people. Too bad I'm using the word bad people. There are bad people out there that don't think any of this matters. 
They're going to get their little chubby arms pumping. And they're going to get their chubby legs chumping. And they're going to march in place like they're doing something. They're going to take selfies. Lots of selfies at these events they do. Lots of de- But they're not going to talk MMT. They're not going to disabuse any of the real core structural things I just laid out in spades. They're not going to do any of it. But they are going to be like, we fought the good fight, man. They just fought the good fight, man. We fought the good fight, man. Power to the people, dude. But the fact is, is that these are all ineffective. They're all based in lies. They're based in ineptitude and incompetence and ignorance. I wish I could make a different story up. I wish I could come up with a different story that wasn't full of shit. But I can't. Because there's people out there that will stand in the way of this knowledge and kill those kids and deprive them of student lunches. When Think about it. When you're in school. And you're in school. And you're learning about algebra. And you didn't have a good breakfast. How much of that information are you retaining? And then the rich kid whose mom is making them a proper eggs benedict with the nice parsley, uh, the, you know, presentations, everything for the morning meal, right? And they're Ovaltine and everything else. And then they come to school and they're sitting there properly. They're taking notes properly. They're proper posture, everything. All of a sudden, they look back at the kid in the back, and the kid in the back's laughing and throwing paper around and plucking people's ears and shooting spitballs, and they're up at the principal's office. Nobody asks them, what did you have for breakfast this morning? Grape drank. Oh, man, I didn't have breakfast, man. My mom and dad didn't have anything, so I didn't get to eat dinner last night either. But, you know, I should be in the principal's office because I'm a bad kid. You see what I'm saying? Making sense now? That domino effect of this incompetence is so severe. So severe. That if you don't take note of what I'm saying, you'll be part of the problem. See, there's some out there that pretend like, oh, no, you're not part of the problem. Oh, no, this is all against this nefarious system. I'm a systems guy, and there's 100 systems at play here. Which system are we talking about? What specific one? Is it capitalism? Well, let's end it today. Oh, we can't. Why not? We don't have the numbers. Why don't we have the numbers? Well, because people are watching Rachel Maddow, listening to Democrats, praising Joe Biden and thinking this is the way forward. Getting ready for a Pete Buttigieg or a Kamala Harris presidency, because that's the level of thought that goes on in this party and in this country. Never mind the fact that Pete Buttigieg is a free marketeer through and through, which is why Rat Boy is being propped up by the Democratic Party. So, bottom line, economics, the most important part of all this. To ignore it is to be feckless. I'm just say it clearly, feckless, because the libertarians are out there pumping their Bitcoin, telling everybody they're going to be rich. So you go ahead and invest yourself in their Bitcoin, and that way they can get fat and get out while you sit there and drown in your own misery. Okay? We have a way forward. The MMT people know the truth. They need to 
allow themselves to be critical of the Democratic Party. They need to allow themselves to not suckle into the Democratic Party as the be-all, end-all, and need to know that the narratives that Joe Biden is putting forward are not narratives that are helpful to ending these problems. They're not narratives that fix the student debt problem. They're not narratives that fix the, uh, the student lunch program. They're not narratives that keep people in their homes. They're narratives that talk about morality and wouldn't it be great if, and shouldn't we, and that what ends up happening, that ends up looking like a lot of, you know, bleeding heart liberal shit, quite frankly, that has no basis in reality. And this is why the right laughs at us and eats us for lunch. Economically feckless group of people that refuse to learn, that worry about politeness and shit like that while kids are dying. That's what we've got. And I'm over it. And you should be too. As they go to repeal the student lunch program, this is what we're going to be facing. Is it any wonder why people are questioning MMT? Nobody is sitting there telling, we need to get a regulatory body in to stop price gouging and stop abusive market behaviors. We're not getting the anti-monopoly, the antitrust talk. We're not getting the uh, national uh, emergency type approach to solving these problems. We're acting like the free market will solve it, and we're allowing that to be the narrative. And as long as that's the narrative, we will all fail. We will all fail. And I can't stress this enough. We will all fail. Anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm angry. I'm pissed. I'm, I'm beyond infuriated. I feel like we don't have enough people to really make the, the case, you know, and, and ultimately we are in a position now where children are going to die. We're in a position where children are going to die as a result of it. And I've had enough, not enough. I'm not, I'm not pulling my punches anymore. If the party won't stand up for us, if the party isn't going to be what everybody swears it will be, Joe Biden will be the greatest thing since FDR, you name it. If that's not going to be the case, if that's not going to be the way this goes down, then we have to do it ourselves. Don't look for a leader. They're not going to be one. You're going to get all these mealy mouth fucking candidates out there that will not say any of this. Why not? Because they're afraid. They're terrified. So this is what we're up against. A lot of people are going to die. A lot of people are going to suffer needlessly as a result of this nebulous bullshit. And I've had enough. And I hope you will as well. Steve Grumbine, the Rogue Scholar. And I'm out of here. The Rogue Scholar is a production of Real Progressives. If you would like to support our work, please visit patreon.com slash real progressives.